All right, welcome back to episode six of Sounds Like a You Problem. Today I'm gonna get into 25 things I wish that I had learned by 25 before I was 25 years old. I'm actually 26 now, so if you end up liking this, we can do another one. But this is gonna be just packed full of life lessons, good little tidbits, lots of things that are going to help you. And I honestly, if I was 20, I would be watching this. If I was 30, I would be watching this. So it applies to all ages. How to say no. There is so much talk around the fear of missing out, and honestly, I am not one of those people. <laughs> I do not get fear from missing out. If anything, it's more of like, I feel like I have an obligation to fulfill, and I'm not exactly scared of what I'm gonna be missing out on. I'm just afraid of upsetting someone, and I just want you to know, like, it's okay to say no. It's okay to cancel. It's okay to reschedule. It's okay to rain check. It is okay. We are all humans. Life is hard. And something that I learned very recently is JOMO, the joy of missing out. So maybe you didn't want to go out with those friends and you want to sit at home and get some takeout and watch your favorite show. Sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need to fill your cup back up. And this is one of the ways that you can do that. Learning no is freeing and it's powerful and it's beautiful and you should be able to do it. Number two is getting out of your comfort zone to take a, a risk, small or big. When you start to take small risks, it gives you confidence to take bigger risks and that's what gets you out of your comfort zone. That's what changes your life ultimately. Like I'm writing a book and I know when I get to the point that I'm like editing it and going through the process of publishing it, like that's going to be a huge, huge risk. And I'm already out of my comfort zone by writing it. Like it's a small risk because I feel like I might not release it or I might wait like years to release it because a lot of people that will be in that book are still alive and they are definitely, um, there are a lot of people, right? That are the villain in my story that contributed to some villainism in my life. And yeah, that's a risk. That's just an example of, of a risk. Starting a YouTube channel is a risk. Your first video is going to suck. It should suck. You should never be perfect to start. Practice makes perfect. And you need someone to tell you and you need some, to, first of all, that everything can be improved on. And you also, it goes back to like not needing a yes man, right? We need to like be aware of what we need to fix and change or we're not going to grow. Like who wants to just sit stagnantly? I don't know. So take risks. They can be small. Number three is learning how to trust yourself. It will change every aspect of your life. It will give you the utmost confidence in so many aspects. It will change so many aspects of your daily habits, your routines. I have an entire episode on this, so go listen to it because it's a lot more simple than it seems and you might think you trust yourself and that episode is going to reveal to you that you probably don't and you didn't even know. Number four is your state of mind and what you think about daily matters. And that is so true. Like when you hear someone say, oh, you create your reality, that sounds so far-fetched and is like, um, no, obviously like I cannot control the weather or the traffic. I would like this to be easier. And if I controlled my reality, it would be easier. But when I tell you, if you focus on the good and you focus on all the green lights you hit, you're not going to remember any of the red lights that slowed you down. Does that make sense? That's a metaphor and I mean that literally. So figuratively and literally, your perspective di dictates your mood and that overall dictates your actions. So if you're constantly thinking that like, oh, every time I get money, my car is just going to need to be put in the shop. It is. You're creating your reality. Your car probably already needed to go to the shop, but because you were focusing so much, the second that you realize, your brain's looking for proof, so the second that you realize you got a big lump sum of money, and you were excited about it, 
your car needed to go into the shop. That was something that already needed to happen, but it's what you're focusing on. So your perspective upon it is negative. So be very aware of that. If you think or tell yourself that you can't do it, you won't do the opposite. Number five is to stop taking things personal. This is so hard. This is so hard. I, I don't know if it's because I'm a Leo or it's who I am, but I love to take things personally. Like I love to, be, this goes back to like being the victim of things that people do or say, or if someone cancels on you, why are you taking that personal? Like it is every man for himself out here. We are all humans and they might've had a hard week and they don't, owe you an explanation like are we really gonna put that pressure on someone to come up with an explanation when all they just need is to regroup and refill their cup at home you know what I'm saying like don't take it so personally the times that you've said no or chose to participate I would hope that the times that I canceled or rescheduled or were like hey I'm not capable of doing this today that those people understand that it wasn't because of them that it was because of me right it's not you it's me Number six, men are scared. Probably especially the good ones to approach you, to come off as weird, to come off as creepy, to come off as cringy. You have to put yourself out there, make sure you're being approachable. If you feel like no men ever come up to you, spark the conversation. Don't expect the movies to be real. Also, if you expect real life to be like the movies, come on. We can have a healthy dose of delusion, but like, we also have to be realistic here. We have to be real. And my tip for you is to stop watching romance movies if you think that that's how life is gonna be. <laughs> Number seven, manifestation doesn't work without work. It's great to narrate your perspective, to believe in yourself, and to open up big possibilities to yourself that you wouldn't have had without it. I love manifestation because I feel like it's this giant thing that gives us hope, that pushes us outside our comfort zone, and expands the limits of what we actually think we're capable of, but you can't just sit there on your couch. There's no outcome without action. So believe you can and it will happen, but work for it. Number eight, social media looks so much more fun than real life is. We, we've, you've all heard this before. You guys already know where I'm going with this, but I wanna take a slightly different approach. So the thing is, we know everything's edited. We know it's fine-tuned for you to enjoy the content, right? And we know real life isn't like that, but when we're watching and viewing social media, we forget to tell ourselves that real life isn't actually like that. We forget to remind ourselves that that's not the life that someone is actually living. That's what they're choosing to show you how they live, which is why my alcoholism versus, I'm sorry, my Instagram versus reality series, alcoholism edition on TikTok is so viral and so popular and gets so many views all the time. It's my most viral video, it helped me grow. Because I'm sitting here and I'm showing you what I showed up like online and what was actually going through my real life. So it helps break down the barrier of social media standards and makes you realize that in my real life I was struggling, I was sad, I was depressed, I was hopeless, and I was literally fighting a disease on the daily. And I still made time to show up for the gram in a way that you wouldn't even know it. And I feel like it's such a popular series because with being an alcoholic or excuse me, being an alcoholic or an addict or not, you can relate, right? So focus on your life and what makes you feel good. And if taking a like a photo for a memory, which is, by the way, I feel like the root of why photos exist is to remember a memory who, like show of hands, <laughs> who doesn't like to look back at old photos on their parents and hear the story behind them or your baby photos and where you were at and what you were doing and what you were liking, you know, at the time or like 
I don't know. It's just, they're for memories, they're for nostalgia, they're for learning stories and history and having, like, some sense of an idea of, like, who you were before you were conscious, and I think that's beautiful and simple, and I think somewhere that got lost along the way to just... Obviously, creating content is my job, <laughs> one of them, but at the same time, like, we gotta go back to the root of what makes something something. Not feel like you're missing out because it, you had really good makeup that day and you didn't take a photo and you didn't post it. Or you did take photos, but it, you didn't feel like it was worthy enough. Like, break that down. None of that matters. Did you do something fun that day? Was it beautiful? Do you have a memory of it? You can post it or you can print it. You can put it in a book or you can just keep it for yourself. And we can still have joy within those moments. Number nine kind of coincides with number eight, and it's unfollow and block who uninspires you. If you're not inspired, if what someone posts doesn't spark any bit of positivity or a good message within you, unfollow them. Block them. I'm serious. I get, I get it, but I was following so many celebrities on Instagram like two years ago, just like we all were or are. And I unfollowed most majority of them. I still get plenty of pop culture information. I'm still updated on all the fun tea that I'm somewhat interested in through different forms of content that I choose to consume. But whenever I choose to follow them, I don't get to choose what shows up on my feed because they're choosing what they want to post. And you never know what that's going to be. And that can be triggering to any anything from body issues to FOMO to wow, I'm never going to get to that point. Like someone else's chapter eight or chapter one might be your chapter 22, right? We all have a different timeline and it's not good to consume that much negative. It's not good to consume that much unrealism, right? That's like too far removed from your reality. So it's, it's just too heavy. It's not fair. It's not the normal human experience. And though social media has many benefits, it also has a lot of drawbacks. And you're mostly in control. There's You can't control everything, but you are mostly in control. Something that I did when I got sober is on TikTok, you can long press down on a video and it will pop up a little menu and you can choose to see less videos like this. Anything, anything that has content, I'm sorry, any kind of content that has alcohol included in it, I don't see it. It's not glorified on my page. Creators that make money off consuming alcohol are blocked. I, I don't receive anything good from them. Even when I didn't follow them and they'd show up on my For You page or because someone else was interacting with them, even if it wasn't in a positive way, it somehow got fed to me and that wasn't conducive to the life I want. I don't want to see those things. So that's what I do. And I think that you can choose to tweak your timeline for your benefit and you should. Number 10, people cannot fulfill your expectations of them. Not everyone's the same, okay? So if you have a friend who you went to grade school with and they stayed in their hometown and they worked for their parents and everything was kind of like written in the stars for them as far as like how life was going to go career-wise for them and you're out here like doing a daydream starting a business maybe starting a podcast maybe starting a youtube channel like you have this daydream that you're working on you cannot expect to go to them for advice when you're overwhelmed with all the internet trolls or you're upset because you know, something didn't come in in time for a brand deal or something didn't receive the amount of love that you felt was the time and energy deserved that you put into it, they're not going to be sympathetic in a way that you need because they're not capable of holding a level of empathy for that subject. They have nothing to compare it to. They have nothing to go off of. You know what I'm saying? So they know nothing about it and surface level is what they can provide. And if 
you go to them and expect them to do more than surface level, you cannot be upset with them about that. Not everyone gets how amazing this is or how awful this is because they haven't experienced it. So having friends from multiple walks of life in different areas can help you with different subjects and expectations are resentments in the making. Remember that. Number 11, owning who you are is a superpower. Figure it out and lean into it. Now, this is hard because you have to be self-aware and you have to figure out who you are. What are your quirks? What makes you you? Well, my name is Daisy and it's spelled uniquely and that is something that like I have always kind of leaned into somewhat without choice because people always make comments on it. They always talk about it, how unique it is, how it's spelled uniquely, like it's quirky. I get it. I'm not inherently quirky. Like I wouldn't, I, I personally wouldn't describe myself as quirky, but having that unique name really automatically just sets me out from the crowd and they're like interested like why did your mom name you that and so I feel like it's like a mysterious intriguing way that I can choose how I explain it and why and I can like write the narrative it will make you so at peace to understand yourself and be like on this level of confidence with your authentic self so figure that out dive into it what brings you joy what makes you you I'm left-handed so a lot of times I'll make a comment about being left-handed and I find other people left-handed people and that's so interesting and fun because left-handed people really stick together, I'll tell you that much. Um, I'm a Leo, I'm extroverted, I enjoy being at home, I'm sober, I think alcohol is poison. Like there are so many just like things about me. I hate watching a show as soon as, like a super popular show as soon as it comes out that everyone's talking about and everyone's watching. I will watch it three to four years later because I don't want spoilers and I don't want, I wanna choose it on my own time. I'm very like, if you tell me to do something, I'm not gonna do it type of person but I might later on my own time by my own decision. And that's just my preference. That's just how I roll. And that's something that makes me me and I lean into it. Now, number 12, 10 minute tidies are so worth it. I heard this one time. And if you set a timer, if you need to, if you feel like to do small things, you need a reward, set a timer because it will motivate you so much and finding little motivators in life is super helpful but a 10 minute tidy usually in the morning before I leave for work and then usually um or before I start work if I'm at home for the day working and then at night a 10 minute tidy and it sometimes ends up being more than 10 minutes and I don't always set a timer but it helps my kitchen and my house and just my living area always look nice feel nice and is a comforting spot to be in um when I'm done doing my makeup sometimes I don't have time to clean up my makeup desk but if I do have 10 minutes, I'm tidying up. And when I come back and sit down to film, I get so excited. I'm like, oh, I cleaned up for myself last time. Now I don't have to clean up just to start. And it's helpful. It will help in a lot of areas. Like I said, like for my job, for filming and things like that, like it makes me so proud and so happy for myself. But it also just like makes things easier to access. Like I, I feel like I can sit down after work on my couch and relax because I know before bed I'm gonna do a 10 minute tidy. So if there's things that are like unruly within my house, I will take care of it for now. I just need a breather and I'm allowing myself that and that's okay. Number 13, you will never know if you do not ask. Do not let the fear of rejection keep you from action from asking. And hearing no isn't actually always rejection. Sometimes it's redirection. Okay. As long as this is like a healthy proposal. No means no. When we're talking in regards to, you know what I'm talking about. But when it comes to asking someone something and they deny your request or they say no, or you reach out to a brand or something like that, which I have done many times, um, actually a very real life thing that is very current in my life. Um, I made a YouTube 
I'm sorry, I made a TikTok video about a Wet n Wild lip product that I have loved for years. Just a short little, like, my favorite fall lippy. And they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we would love to repost this with your permission. And I'm like, great, that's amazing. Thank you, Wet n Wild, for recognizing me and posting this video. Like, I had no idea this was going to be the outcome. I was just making a fun little video because I do love this lip product. And I was like, do you guys, because they started, because they messaged me on my Instagram, I was like, do you guys have, like, any open PR spots? Because, again, you're never going to know if you don't know, if you don't ask. And they were like, no, we don't, we don't have anything open at the moment. And I was like, oh, okay, well, just keep me in mind for the future. Not even two months later, they were like, hey, we have some really exciting collections coming out. Can we add you to the PR list? And they sent me their limited edition Scooby-Doo collection. Yeah. Which I was so excited about, guys. It, I love Scooby-Doo. I'm, I'm a 90s kid, right? But it was just so gratifying. It's a great opportunity to show to you that, like, just because you got a no doesn't mean it will always be no, okay? So don't let that stop you from asking. 14. Exceed expectations. Show up. Go the extra mile. It will pay off for you, and it will pay off for others. And being kind and helping others is what we have to do in this human experience. So if you work a normal job, my partner, Jordan, is such a great example of this. He works for a company and he goes the extra mile every single day. He genuinely, truly does. He has the opportunity to do that and he does it. And this company has recognized him and rewarded him and sent and given him raises and bonuses and sent him um, on work trips so many times and it is because he always goes the extra mile non-stop he doesn't just do the bare minimum of what is expected of him and he is rewarded and recognized for that and he's only been with the company i think like a year and a half that is so beautiful now this doesn't it's not applicable to everyone so if your job and you know you do this in your job and you try your hardest and you're not getting rewarded for it you know maybe we could re um <laughs> reassess our career choice or our company that we're working for or, or whatever it may be but just know that going the extra mile helps you out in the long run it makes you realize what you're capable of so even if it's not being recognized within that company or within that space of life that you're in just know once you make it a habit it eventually will pay off in another area and that's just something that you should do it's like putting the cart back there are no there are no consequences for not returning your cart right like nothing that affects you negatively for not returning your cart. It just makes other people aware that when someone isn't watching you or there is a consequence and you're not being watched, you're probably not gonna do the right thing. And that's integrity, okay? So I just feel like that's important and I just wanted to bring that up. Number 15, networking. Networking will get you further than any hard work ever will. Talk about things, ask people for advice, ask people for recommendations. People love giving you recommendations, okay? And don't be scared to also give a good recommendation. People love that. And people are also super flattered when you ask them for something that they recommend. They're like, wow, they trust my opinion and my, you know, what I believe in and my recommendation. And they're asking me. They love that. It's a nice thing to do. And networking is beautiful. And they might keep you in mind. And you might come back up after doing that nice thing and recommending that nice thing for them. And it can benefit you in the long run. Don't do this with a selfish mindset of like, I hope it benefits me or I'm only going to do this because it benefits me. But just know like the more you do that, the more natural it comes and the realize, you'll realize you make more connections. Number 16. Comparison is the thief of joy. We talked about this on social media, like we should not be comparing ourselves like that, but like also comparing, we've also talked about like different chapters of life. Social media is such a 
a prominent place to compare yourself, but you can also compare yourself to like coworkers or you know, friends that you have in real life of like, oh, they got this opportunity and I didn't and I've, I've been doing this for so long or wow, they grew on TikTok so much faster than I did and that's so upsetting or they started a small business around the same time I did and they get so much more notoriety for it and so much more business. Like, I feel like they make more money. First of all, you don't know the reality. You don't know the real story. You don't know what's actually going on and what's actually happening. So do not compare because you don't actually know, okay? 17 is the 80-20 rule. Give yourself some grace, this is normal, you are human. Sometimes you can show up 80%, sometimes you're only gonna be able to show up 20%. That's a balance. Balance is okay. That 80-20 equals out to 100, but eventually you'll come to realize that some days are 20% and some days are 80%. That, like, that is as basic as I can be about it, guys. That's, sometimes you're gonna show up in the gym with 80% hard, hard work after, after a day of work and stress and it's gonna feel great and the next day you're only gonna have 20% and it might have been because you gave 80 yesterday or one week you might be giving 80% all week but the next week you're super busy with other aspects of your life so you're only able to give 20. Be proud that you were able to give 20 at all and know that another 80% week is coming. 19, alcohol is so unnecessary and it will never be the key to having fun. And I could go so in depth on this and I'm not going to in this episode. If that's an episode you guys wanna hear my thoughts about from me struggling with alcoholism, drinking every day for four plus years, if you didn't know, hi, my name's Daisy, I'm an alcoholic. Um, I can go into that. I just didn't want this whole podcast it's self-improvement and self-help and things that sobriety led me to realize. So I don't want this whole thing, my whole MO on here to just be about alcoholism and then sobriety and addiction and recovery. Though you will hear a lot of those messages reiterated in a lot of my videos. But just know you don't need alcohol. It's literally poison. And I, in my personal opinion, not one single good thing comes from it. Owning a simple black and white t-shirt and long sleeve shirt will elevate your wardrobe and make it go so much further than you would ever believe. Like so much further with layering and simplistic outfits and coats and blazers and jackets and flannels and hats and accessories that you already have. Just owning these neutral staple basics will elevate <laughs> literally and make your wardrobe go so, so, so much further. If you don't have one, go to Target and buy one right now, right now. Go to Walmart, I don't care. You need a black one, you need a white one. Usually I get two white ones because I like to stain and drop things. I drop everything I drink and eat, um, but that's a me problem. <laughs> and then uh, long sleeves are so good to have as well for the winter time. So that way you don't have to be stuck in a short sleeve when you know you need a black or white top to complete this fit. 21, variety is the spice of life in every aspect. So that's why I'm talking about having multiple different friends from multiple different life paths and groups and things of that nature that will help you so much with the different things that you go through. Um, to have different levels of relationships with different family members, having that variety, having someone you can go to for this but just have fun with during these times, it's just the, the spice of life. And it is my favorite, um, one of my favorite sayings, um, Especially when it comes to makeup, there's so much variety. I can change my face, my look, my aesthetic every day. And it really keeps life interesting and fun. And it really helps you to not put yourself in a box, which I think is important. 22, learning new things makes you feel young. It stimulates your brain and it makes life interesting. I bought a piano. And when I have the time, I do try to go teach myself little tunes and melodies. I have taken some time off, but I know that it's there for me in the winter months that are coming up when life starts to slow down. I learned how to ride a motorcycle this summer. 
so exciting. It's been one of the coolest adventures that I've had in a really long time. And I felt like turning 25 was just like a, a year you turn that no one's like really, really excited about. I don't know. It's just like a weird age to turn. It's weird in general to turn an age you never imagined yourself turning, but that is like a different, a different story for a different episode for a different day. Learning new things has helped me feel younger because in school you're taught something new every single day when you get out of school then you're in college or you get out of college and then you're at a job and then you're learning new things at your job but then at some point life becomes mundane it comes pretty much the same and you need to like branch out and learn new things so you're gonna be like so bored with life it keeps it fun it keeps it interesting and again it stimulates your brain so just keep that in mind it's 11 11 make a wish okay 23. Learn how to delegate. This is not applicable to everyone. Um, for me, I don't have employees. I don't have um, anyone to delegate. I'm not like the leader at my service job. I'm like on the bottom tier level of anyone. So tasks are delegated to me. Um, but prior to that, I was an assistant general manager and I had to learn how to delegate tasks. Um, another time, Another example I can think of this is like I had a wedding party of 12 people and I was like I have no clue how I'm going to get this done on time and I refuse to hire anyone because I feel like when it comes to makeup because I feel like no one does the same type of makeup that I do and I have very high standards when it comes to that so I decided to take my sister along with me. I hired her and she was my assistant and for the first like two phases of makeup she was like dude I'm just sitting here can you give me something to do? And I had to figure out in that moment, right on the spot, like, you're right, I'm paying you, you ought to be doing something for me. So I was like, okay, what task can I delegate to you? So I just had her start loading up each product that I knew I was going to need next. She was cleaning brushes, she was going and getting the next client for me when I was finishing up on the last one. And it helped it go by so much smoother. And there are a lot of ways you can do this with your partner in your home, like delegate tasks. Like some days we will just have like a deep clean Sunday and he will see me cleaning and he'll be like, hey, what can I do? And I'm like, okay, I need to find a task. I've got 17 in my mind right now that I know that I'm gonna do. What out of those tasks do I know that he's capable of that I can give him to take something off my plate? It will help and it's a good skill to have, especially for later down the road because I eventually may have um, people who run my social media or market or advertise for my lash business or my makeup business depending on like which route and avenue I decide to really take off in and put the most time in I'm gonna need that skill 24 it is okay to cancel it's okay we talked about this rain checks canceling rescheduling canceling and never showing up again okay that's okay if someone does it to you repeatedly over and over and over and over again maybe get the hint that they just like don't want to be friends and don't like don't allow yourself to be treated in a way that like you know what I'm you know what I'm saying like read the room take the messages as they come like be at least aware of what's happening but try not to take it personal every time if they cancel the last five times in a row yeah girl you're gonna need a new friend you're gonna need plans with someone else um or maybe have a conversation more in depth with this person on why they don't want to hang out with you but you're still a good person for canceling you don't have to show up to every baby shower every birthday party every event that you're invited to it will burn you out, okay? And it is much better to come to one event and be able to fully give yourself um, and fully indulge in the experience. Like, you don't have to go to every party someone hosts, but like when you do, like maybe bring a hostess gift and a bouquet of flowers. Like you don't have to do everything for everyone and you're still a good person even if you cancel. 25, getting something done, putting something out there that you've worked on is better 
than waiting for it to be perfect and it never getting posted. This is probably like a perfectionism habit and thing like that. But I was talking about how your first video on YouTube or your first client that you get, like it's not gonna be the best, it's not gonna be perfect, you can always, always improve, right? But my whole point of this is that like getting it done and getting that experience and getting that progress and getting your portfolio built up and then being able to network because you're at a wedding and you can talk to these people about how you are a makeup artist or whatever it may be or like your first YouTube video and getting feedback on the likes and the dislikes and the comments and like seeing and hearing what's going on will help you be better because practice makes perfect. No one starts out perfectly, okay? Put it out there, learn from it, grow, get better, practice makes perfect cyclic cycle that's redundant the point is do it again and you will see your growth and you will see yourself change i hope you guys enjoyed this episode it has been a long one if you are here on spotify i would greatly appreciate it with my whole entire heart if you gave me a five star review rating and if you enjoyed this episode maybe follow along um and if you're on youtube and you liked this subscribe ring the bell and if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could just leave me a comment letting me know if you like this type of video that's a little bit more laid back and a little more like rapid fire advice versus one in-depth, you know, episode, let me know because I can do more of these. I do want to have a healthy balance, you know, 80-20, um, because they're both fun for me to film. Also, sharing this video, share it with your friend, grandma, mom, sister. Thank you guys so much overall for listening to this video and supporting me. You guys have been loving it. I am enjoying it. It's giving me so, so much joy to film these. And I hope you have a great day. All right. Bye.